Welcome to Trinity Empowerment Podcast. This is your host, your man, Dr. B. I'm in the studio on tonight and I'm extremely happy because this is our first night going live for our first time. And I am extremely excited. The Lord has done marvelous things and it is marvelous in his sight. On tonight, we have extremely guests on tonight. I invited this woman of God, and she's going to pour out some words of wisdom and encouragement through this pandemic. Again, this podcast is no other podcast. It's an unusual, unorthodox podcast that is going to reach a generation of people all over the nation uh, when we have an opportunity to just think about how God can use just anything to get a message through. Again, this is not your original podcast. This We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. When I said there's going to be some hot topics on this podcast, there's going to be some hot topics on this podcast. Like I said, if I didn't come down your road, bust any heads, Step on any toes. Just keep on sitting and listening to the After 7 with Trinity Empowerment broadcast. And then we're going to get right on to the things on tonight. I have an extreme guest on tonight. As I said, I'm very excited to bring this woman of God on. Uh, She has been dear to my heart since I was 16 years old. Growing up in the church, I understudied her as a young minister in the Lord. And now I am bringing her onto my podcast. Um, I am extremely excited because I have grown in so many areas in my life because of this woman of God. And I just want to bring her onto this podcast to talk to us in this unprecedented times, amen, that is called COVID-19 that has shut down the world. And it's not as we was growing up or uh, I knew them, but we're walking around with masks on. We're walking around with our heads hanging low because many people have lost their job. But like I said, this is going to be real and raw. I'm trying to tell y'all, she's going to bring y'all wisdom to pull your heads up in this season. So right after the break, we're going to hear no other than my dear friend, Will the Car Jones. She's a no stranger to Richmond, Virginia. She is a Christian educator and a youth minister. Was um, heard from many years on Praise 104.7. Signing off as words from a friend. She is married to the Hugh B. Jones, director of the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. Wilder and Hugh are known for loving and discipling others into their kingdom purpose. So right after the break, y'all going to hurt my girl, my friend, my uh, youth pastor when I was growing up, Reverend Wilder Carr Jones with Wilder's Wisdom. All right, y'all. Y'all stay tuned after the break. Welcome back. Welcome back from the break. This is Trinity Empowerment Podcast again. Your host, Dr. B. That was Rise Up by Adrian Day. It's time for us as a nation to 
of this COVID-19 to uh, start to understand that we do not let these masks run us, but we're going to change the numbers. We're going to flatten the curve. So and with that being said, I'm not going to delay the hour on tonight. Again, as I said, I have my dear, dear friend, Will the Car Jones on the podcast on tonight. Is Will the Car there on tonight? Yes, I am, Dr. B. Dr. B. Hey, Wilda, how are you? Are you excited on tonight? This is the official launch of Trinity Empowerment Podcast, and I was not delayed to invite you on because the Lord had allowed me to understand that these people in this nation need Wilda's wisdom, and they need some uh, powerful points to rise above this COVID-19, this unprecedented time of losing their jobs, losing their homes or assets during this unprecedented time. So I'm going to turn the podcast over to you. I'm not going to delay the hour on after the seven. So Wilder's Wisdom coming to you right now. Wilder Carr, the podcast is all yours. Okay. Thank you, Dr. B. I am honored and so proud of you and just honored to be on this launch and to be on your first podcast. I'm excited, excited about the move of God and what God is doing in this hour and what God is doing in this season and what God will do in the future. And so we know that many people have been going through a lot of hardships and some people have gone through a lot of uncertainty during this hour because of just not knowing what to do, you know, if they're going to have a job, when they're going back to their job. Some people even have lost loved ones. And so when we think about the subject for this evening, which is Christian values, you know, we first have to ask ourselves, who is a Christian? And so we know that a Christian is a follower of Christ, but truly, what is a follower of Christ? A follower of Christ is someone that really is doing the work of the Lord. And so as a follower of Christ, what that is saying is that you have to have some kind of movement. You know, you can't just sit there. You have to have um, some action to what you're doing and what you're called to do. And so when we think about the word value, value often has to, has to deal with worth. You know, how do you see yourself? You know, what do you value? And when you think about um, your worth and the property of those properties or the things which render useful in your life, you have to think about Christian values are the principles that a follower of Jesus Christ holds as important, the principles of life that Jesus taught. And so when we think about our Christian values, they are the center of everything we do. It's the center of who we are. It's our lifestyle is what we say, what we do, you know, uh, how we carry ourselves. And so often we think about values such as um, service and thankfulness, compassion, endurance, creativity, justice, peace, and the list goes on, wisdom, hope, and humility. But a lot of times the worldly values include the wealth and power. But when we think about the values, Christian values, then how do we see ourselves in Christ? You know, do we have a study life? You know, do we see ourselves different? Because the word of God says that we have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so what that means is that we're going to change our mind. You know, something has to happen. We can't stay the same. And so when we think about transforming and renewing our minds, we have to think about what, how God sees us. That means that our mind can't stay the same. And so when we think about transforming our mind, we have to think about what we're thinking about. 
because so often we're thinking about things that are not of Christ. So during this pandemic, you know, God has given us time. We're on God's time. God has given us time to get our life right, to get our mind right, to get our thoughts right. So often, you know, we're still out there, you know, many people are still out there doing things that are not of Christ. You know, we have time to just go to brunch. We have time to um, go to parties. We have time longing for people to be in connection. And one of the things that surprised me um, during, during this season is that so often people have shared with me that they are disconnected from the church. And since they are disconnected from the church, they really don't see themselves as following Christ. And they really don't see themselves connected to Christ. Because what has happened is that many people were connected to a building. And their community and what they did at the church, whether they served or whether they went to brunch after um, service, what they see in that time is that they are connected to Christ based upon what they're doing with other people at the church and serving. And so we have to see ourselves as the church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. And so since we are the church, then we go in a building to worship and we leave to serve. And so when we see that, um, we have to think about the values. And so often when we think about church and going back to church, many people think we're going back to church the same way. But we're not going to go back to church the same way. You know, church will never be the same. And I know a lot of people don't like for me to say that. I've said that a couple of times in some of the um, meetings that I have been in with people or communications or discussions. And they're saying, what do you mean we're not going to do um, go back to church the same way? You know, funerals will not be the same. Church will not be the same. You know, we have to do things differently because God right now is telling us to get back to basics. And so what that looked like is right now people can go in their pajamas, you know, at the table, we can um, be out in our car, we can be in our bed, and we can listen to the word of God, we can turn off the word of God, we can just listen to music. And so in this time, we have to come out on fire for the Lord because we have to have spent time with him. That means that when we're, we have this time right now, God is giving us space. He's given us um, time to dig deep in the word of God to find out who we are. Because when we look at the church today, so often we say that um, we are different than the world. We're different than all the politics that we see going on. But a lot of politics are in the church because... There is something wrong when someone has five children and they're on fire for the Lord and they're pregnant again, and then we will not let them serve in any capacity because we're judging them. And most of the time, what we're saying is that we can't have that person standing up because we don't want that to be our model. But if we do not use people where they are, how can we lift them up from where they are? And so what God is telling us in this season is that this is our time to minister to others, you know, to go back into the basics of house church, you know, the Acts 2 church, the Acts 2 church, when the, when the spirit of God fell in, in that place, they were all on one accord. It's time for us to get on one accord. It's time for us to value each other, to um, check on my neighbor next door, check on my neighbor who may be an elderly person or, or have um, some reasons why, you know, they have to stay in because they're part of the vulnerable population where they can't go out. And so I have to make sure my neighbor has food, make sure my neighbor has toilet paper, make sure um, I am 
um, being able to be a blessing to them because I have legs and I have feet. And then also we have to be careful with those people that are in our neighborhood who may have little small children and who may need some help. So we have to be a help to the body of Christ. We have to be concerned with Christian values. And so our Christian values start with the standard. You know, what is my standard? If that's the center to, for if Christ is the center for who I am, what standards am I setting? This is a time to dig deep and see ourselves differently. And so as we are in the body of Christ, so often, you know, a lot of times people may have strayed away from Christ during this season. They may don't know how to some churches that haven't connected to people at all and so people are just out there lost don't know what to do but what we have to do is make sure that we're not leaving them on the side of the road you know we don't want to be um like the the we want to be like the good samaritan and we don't want to be like <coughs> left the good samaritan on the side of the road because we want to make sure that we are teaching people that they can get back even though they have strayed away from christ you can get back on that word again i mean get back on that road again and so what happens is in life so often we have this mindset that we have to be per positive or we have to be negative. And if someone is negative, then what we say is that, oh, that's not of Christ. So, you know, you got to get yourself together, you know. And so people believe that Christ can't restore them. But then there's this concept of a neutral mind. And what that neutral mind says is that I can keep going as long as I find out and be true to where I am. What is going on in my life? You know, I have to be real. I have to be realistic in what's going on in my life. And once I can find out what's going on in my life, then I can get what I need. And then once I can get what I need, now I can get back on that path. And that means that that path may be a little different, but the end is still the same. Amen. The end is still the same. So God is looking for us to grow, to produce, to um, be a blessing to others, to have standards. You know, because when we come back on the other side of this Red Sea, God is looking for people that have spent time with him, people that look a little different, people that are willing to be evangelists, to go out to and fro, because there are going to be still people that are afraid to go out when, when the pandemic is all over. There are going to be people who are afraid to um, go back outside. So we have to knock on those doors and we have to share the love of Jesus Christ. You know, and sharing the love of Jesus Christ is going to look different than just being at a church in this space. Because so often we have built so much inside of the church, but God is calling us to go out, to go out into the byways, to go out into the street, to go and knock on some doors. Just like right now, we have political people knocking on our doors. We have census people knocking on our doors. But where is the body of Christ knocking on the doors? telling people about the love of Jesus Christ, asking people if they are safe, asking people if they need a mask, asking people if they need some water, asking people if they need some toilet paper and paper towels, because we know that's the hot commodity right now is toilet paper and paper towels, you know, but we have to get back to basics and we have to know that um, people are looking for us people that um we can be the hands and feet of christ and also as people are many people during this season are ill you know um they may not have the COVID 19 but they have other illnesses as well and so while they're ill you know we have to be on on our knees praying for them 
Because God says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek thy face. You know, so we have to get on our knees and pray for people. And we during this time, we can be equipped by God so that then we can start commanding some things. You know, um, we have been praying for God. We have been believing for God to do some things. But now it's time for us to see some things. So we can't um, still be on milk praying those little baby prayers. Now we have to make sure that we're asking God for the hard things. God is a big God, and he's looking for us to ask him for the big things. And so we should be at a time in our life when we are growing past the milk. We are maturing and growing in Christ because we have nothing but time. We have nothing but time, and there will probably be a time um, in the next couple months when we'll be locked down again. When we're locked down again, do not miss the opportunity to get to know God in a new way. God is looking for us. He is at the table waiting for us. And so some of us may come crippled, but at the table. But we got to know that God is at that table and he's waiting for us. And so when we think about values, what do we see? What is the worth during this pandemic? What is our worth? What is value to us? How can I build my lifestyle that's built on Christ? And so it starts with us accepting who we are. We have to accept who we are. We surrender ourselves to God as a living sacrifice. And so when we see ourselves as a living sacrifice, that means that we're not dead. That means that we are breathing, we are moving, we are walking. So as a living sacrifice, we come to God, you know, with a visual um, mouth to say, God, here I am. And, and God, just send me where you want me to go. And God, I choose you to be the head of my life. And so that's what a follower of Jesus Christ looks like. We allow Jesus to lead us. Because so often we say Jesus is coming back. But guess what? Jesus is coming back, what the word says, for the sheep and the goats. That's what it says. That's what the word says. So, you know, God is looking for us to see who are we? Are we going to be a sheep or are we going to be a goat? And so we see that in Matthew 23, you know, where Jesus is saying that the, it. it that he's coming back. It says the son of man is coming back for the sheep or the goat to separate. That's how we will be separated. We will be separated with how our heart is. Our heart has to be right. So in this season, this is the time to get our heart regulated. And so we got to get our heart regulated. And, you know, we have to learn to embrace people. We have to learn that even though people may have fallen during this time, we need to check on people and let them know that God still lives in you. God is still reaching out to you. You know, you don't have to go to a church house. The church is in you. And so now we need to learn to seek God for ourselves. This is what we need to do. So we need to contact people. We need to begin to let people know that they do not have to walk alone. Some people are lonely. Some people have lost loved ones. They're the only one left in their family and they are hurting. So we need to be a blessing to them and reach out to them and not let them be in that dark place um, with windows all closed in despair and depression with no hope. We have to give people hope. And then when they can see hope in us and they can see that we care, then they can trust us. And when they trust us enough, then we can give and share the love of Jesus Christ with them and bring them up alongside of us. So we can't just knock on doors and leave people, but we have to walk with them. And walking with people doesn't mean when I first walk with somebody, you know, I'm going to shove Jesus, Jesus all down their throat and let them know it's wrong. But what that means is that I am going to lift them up 
and I am going to meet them at their point of need. And when I can give them everything that they need, then I can start giving them the ways of Christ and how they can um, build a life on Christ and how they need to stay pray. What does a prayer life look like? It's a daily walk with Christ. That means every day I am seeking God because the word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things are added unto you. But we have to be so mindful that we are sharing that. What does seeking look like? It means first that I learn that there is someone who's looking after me, someone who created me, someone who loves me. And first we got to um, teach people how so, how to love because some people are feel that they're not lovable. They never had the love of anyone. So we have to reach them where they are, pull them up, and then watch God do miracles in their life as we hold their hand. We hold their hand and walk <clears throat> with them along the way. Amen. Amen. Oh, wow. That was this amazing. Let's give it up for Wilder's Wisdom. So we're going to jump into some Q&A. I was over here on the mic taking notes. I was just getting choked right. up over here. <laughs> so I just want to be real. Like I said, this podcast is real raw. And we're going to get funky. Amen. It's just not a Christian. Okay, let's get funky. <laughs> this is not just a Christian broadcast, but it's an open-minded broadcast. Um, and I know that people all the world is listening to this right now as we record it. It's just amazing. Um, I heard some, some points that um, jumped out at me. Um, you said that we can be followers of Christ, but how can others teach people how to be followers of Christ if they have a mask on? If if people have a mask on, then there are many ways because of because of all the social media that we have. And so you can pick up the phone and you can um, call someone. You can also, if you're knocking on somebody's door, um, you can um, stand outside and while you have the mask on, while and step back so that then they can open the door and you can share the love of Christ. And so you teach people by having um, a standard each week that you may touch base with them. I have people in my life that have really um, wanted to see God in a new way. They felt so disconnected from the church. And so what what they did is they called me. Then I said, how about us meeting like, like a standard time? There are people that I pray with um, every, every Tuesday, it may be every Wednesday or whatever, but you want to have a standard day that you check in on people and then you want to hold them accountable. You want to give them some tools of what they need to do to seek God. You know, you may first start off with, can you just um, list a prayer, things that you want to pray for. And then the second thing that uh, suggestion that you can do is have them to list affirmation statements that every day they can um, say those affirmation statements because those affirmation statements will lead them right into prayer. So let me say this. So they're followers of Christ. Yes. But some of them been wearing the mask for years, even before the pandemic. So what <laughs> do we say about those false prophets that comes to our door that's been wearing masks, but now they really have a mask on? <laughs> So, okay, so you're saying people have a mask on and they really have a mask on. <laughs> and 
so people that have a mask on, you know, we still can't kick them to the curb. So often, you know, we still want to, even though we may know that people have a mask on and now they really do have a mask on, we all have a mask on. So right now we're all at the same point. And so what we have to do is continue to pray for them and continue to reach out to them because this is a time we have nothing but time. And so now we can connect with them by calling them, by, you know, um, sharing a word with them. Sometimes um, what I've been doing is having a drive up, you know, a drive up in the car. You know, we still got our mask on, but we're standing here still sharing the, the love of Christ. So we can't kick people to the curb. You know, we got to pray with them. We still got to reach out to them. We still got to um, just share a relationship with them. If we can build relationships with people first, so we know people already had a mask and God is leading us to that person, then what we have to do is connect with them in some way. Build relationship. And when we can build relationship. What that means is that even though I want to share the love of Christ with them, I first start out with getting to know who they are, what is their story? Because until we know someone's story, we can't even reach them or know how to reach them. Because once they know that someone cares about them and someone really wants to know who they are, then and only then will they connect with you and they will trust you to share the love of Christ with them. All right, now it's getting hot on the podcast for tonight. Right. So you also yes, said... So <laughs> they got masks. So I guarantee you that time you finish to this podcast, you're gonna take off some spiritual masks and put on a real mask, uh, the mask of Jesus Christ. Um so what makes you a Christian? Man, so many people be like, Oh, I'm a Christian because they said I was baptized in Jesus' That's name right. or I was uh I went to church all my life. I mean, I miss Sunday night Bible study, Wednesday night Bible study, prayer be no Friday, Monday manna. Come on, what makes you a Christian? Come on, elaborate just a little bit on that. That's a good question. What makes you a Christian? Why you have the mask on? Because <laughs> what makes you a Christian is not what a lot of people believe. Some people believe that just because they were maybe 10 years old and they could have been 20 years old and they went down in that water, that, that, that it stops there, you know. And at that point in time, you know, they don't have to do anything else. And then also you have people that are older who have stopped growing. They think, oh, I've learned. I don't need to do anything else. And then they and their mindsets are messed up as well. And so what makes you a Christian is that you have to have some values. And that's where the Christian values come. You have to um, have a lifestyle in Christ. First of all, you have to decide that you choose to follow him in your actions, how, you, how your character is from day to day. Because so often we want to give people, you know, if people feel like, hey, if I have the fruit of the spirit, you know, if I have joy, peace, patience, kindness, you know, then um, goodness, you know, um, meekness, temperance, you know, if I have all of that stuff, then, hey, all I got to do is check it off and I'm okay. But have, being a Christian is how I carry myself. It's a lifestyle. And so I have to start with having some disciplines. You know, this is when we think about a Christian lifestyle, this is the only life where we don't follow the little instruction book. We have people that are um, now saying that, well, I don't know how to follow Christ. I don't know what I need to do. But we have this little instruction book called the Bible. When we go on a job 
then the first thing we want to know is where's the policies and procedures? You know, how do we do this job? When, when, when we join a sorority or fraternity, where's the book that I need to follow so I can learn about the history? But when we go to the church, then we try to act like we can't be held accountable because what we say is, well, I don't know what to do. There's something called a Bible. And in that Bible, we need to start and open it up and begin to see what God is saying that we need to do. The same way we do everything else, when we bake a cake, we look for instructions, you know, when, when we want to decide what the um, latest fashion is, then we know how to go to the magazine, we know how to look on Google, we know how to order stuff. But for some reason, when we think about being a Christian, we act like we don't know what to do. The first thing you need to do is open up the word of God. And so where do you start? Do I start at Genesis? No, you don't start at Genesis, you know, and just read it from start to finish and you didn't get anything in. So what you need to do to become a Christian is you need to find out what is God saying? What are some of those principles? You know, I always tell people you can start on the psalm, you know, read a psalm to be encouraged each day and then write down, you know, your prayer. You know, um, start with the Gospels so that, that you can see how Jesus walked, so you can see his principles, because Jesus is our example. But we can't be, um, um, we can't keep saying that we don't know what to do when we know everything else to do. If we'll follow Jesus Christ, we have this little instruction book. We can go to Google and we can put in anything. We can say, what are some disciplines I need to have in my life? And guess what? Google will give you some disciplines, a whole lot of them. And so we need to um, start practicing that. And also look at somebody else's life. Who is it that I see that they are doing some great things in their life and I want to emulate some of the things that they're doing? So get to know that person and say, hey, how are you? Can, can, what, you know, there's something that you have and I want to see what do you do on a daily basis? How do you start with um, praying? You know, could you be my mentor? you know, um, so that person can help us. And so those are some things that we can do because we can't sit here and just wait for Jesus to come from the sky and just say, hey, Dr. B, I want you to go here. That's not how Jesus, <laughs> you know, Jesus wants us to do something, a follower of Christ, meaning that I am following so to be a follower, that means I'm following. So that means that we have to do some action on our part. You know, God gives us our free will and we have free will to do whatever. And so we need to get on God's will. And so it's about doing something. We have to do something, move and do something, contact someone, you know, to see, you know, how you can become a better person. If nothing else, Ask your friends, like, what are you? What are my pluses and what are my negatives? You know, what are my what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What do you see that that I can grow in? And then, you know, don't get mad when they tell you because they're not hating on you, but you ask the question. So, you know, we got to be held accountable. Right, because you know, some Christians they get real nasty when you tell them the truth about themselves. They think right. they're all this all-knowing Christian when they just uh, don't even have a pot to piss in, okay? So when, when they be like, uh, uh, look, they say, you got a pot to piss in and a wonder to throw it out of, but they get oh, mad Lord. when you tell them. I told y'all, this is an unorthodox uh, podcast. I'm going to keep it real. This is something that you express the realness, but but you also have to have a heart to serve 
as a Christian, right. you know, me being a, a, a man of God, a minister in the gospel, an apostle. I'm not an apostle right now. I'm Dr. B, and I'm going to keep it real. When no people okay, take Dr. off those B. masks, they take off their masks when you tell them that, look, you're not doing it right. And they be having titles in front of their name, but they won't respect. So that leads me to my next question. Okay. My, 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 my. It's getting hot on here. How can people go back into the synagogue? Well, <laughs> let me say the building, these big buildings that has like over a thousand seats, but they're scared to be in the fire of God. They're scared to go into the building. They're still having parking lot service, but they have these mega churches. They have these big theater churches, and they are looking like, what in the world? They're preaching to pews and not people. <laughs> they are preaching to pews and not people. And But we have to remember that one of the things is that we were never called to go into people and get mad. We were never called to build these big edifices because God said, upon this rock, I will build my church and we are the church. The people are the church. When we look into the history of the synagogues and what happened, and yes, the Old Testament is something that we still follow. We're not just under the New Testament. We still follow what was in the Old Testament to get to the New Testament. And so the Old Testament, there were priests. There were priests who used to um, have to wash themselves, had to wash their face, had to wash their hands. Are we washing our hands and washing our faces? Hallelujah. Today. And so God is teaching us something because they were, they, everyone couldn't go into the synagogue. But right now, you know, there are people who feel like, you know, keep other people out of places. You know what I'm saying? And and so it was only the holy people that went in. And you and if you went in there and you were not holy before God, then you would you would die right on the spot. So thank God that he doesn't do that today, because I don't know about you, but I know I wouldn't do <laughs> No, we would not we would not because you know we have sent a lot. You know, even even when we don't notice that we're sinning, we are sinning. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. know, you're right. Well, the some people with title, they just want their water pulled, and you know, I'm that yeah, I, I'm so, a, let me get <laughs> I'm that man yeah, of God yeah, that will pour that water. But I, I require uh, requires respect as well because I'm pouring your water. But some of these pastors nowadays, like. They don't have the lights, camera, action. They're preaching to the pews, so they're thinking that, man, I built this church. I don't have nobody to serve me. Well, that's probably where God wants some of them at. But some of them need to be in the building because some needs to be watched. Then it took me to my next point is to get back to caring for others. Uh Dr. B, before you move on, we were talking about, you know, people praying to pews. And so we have to be remember that, you know, think about um, we have this social media. And so often we thought that social media was a bad thing, but social media is how we use it. Right. So often God gives us things is how we use it. We man, man and woman make it bad when we get it in our hands and we don't use it according to how 
the disciplines that God wants us to follow in order to deliver his messages, in order to live a life in Christ. And so what we have to remember is that there are some churches that won't even embrace social media. You know, oh, so my. You're going to get us in trouble on tonight. You're going to get us you know, in trouble because they worse. stuck. They stuck. Yeah, they are yeah, stuck in tradition. Work. That's yeah. what I was getting to. <laughs> the tradition has to end. You know, we can't we can't just go to the people house now. Just walk up into their house there. We got to go with love. We have to go with kindness because some people in this pandemic is really scared. They don't know what to do. Some of them are running to the uh to the church, but that ain't who you need to run to. You need to run to God. But, you know, right. as you said, we have to serve a different generation of people. We cannot be stuck on singing hymn 192 when we should have been singing hallelujah, glory to his name, and <laughs> baptizing him in the name of the Father as they run to the church or run to the <laughs> Christian or run to those people that call themselves mm. Christians. So uh-huh. we allow, see, y'all going to make me preach on here tonight, but I'm not going to do it because I'm a right. podcast host on tonight. <laughs> but when we allow ourselves to get above ourselves, we cannot reach that generation of people. So I, I'm so glad that I brought Wilbur Wisdoms on here because this is what the world needs. It needs truth. And it needs the light of Jesus Christ because so much is going on and people are not seeing what is really going on because they're sheep in wolves' clothing. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> uh-huh. So when we allow <laughs> those sheep and wolves' clothing to come, we think they are sheep, but they're really wolves. Come on. Right. So when. <laughs> So with this unpresidential COVID-19 or, or the the Wuhan virus or whatever they want to call it, it's just a <laughs> distraction to keep yeah. our mind off of Christ. Because back then we used to say, come out in Jesus' name. Come That's out right. in Jesus' name. We, we bind it. We loose it. We curse it. And they're not doing that. So this is the reason why we have to, we can't go back to church the same. We can't go back into the church building the same because we have to get back to God, what God is calling us to do. As as as, as I'm reminded of a story we were talking a few weeks back about the, uh-huh. the uh, how Jesus took that mud and wiped that 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 man's eye and he was seeing. Uh, we're not we're not activating our healing. We're not activating the prophetic in our life, and that is wrong with people in this nation. So this is why this podcast is unusual. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it hot and funky because I'm Dr. Keep it real. And this is what we have to talk about. If we don't talk about these things, they will be shut down, dug up, or swept under the rug. And other people be sweeping around other people's doors. <laughs> what was that saying? Clean up what you messed up because this yeah. is a time where we find ourselves as Christians to know one God and one church and one body. <laughs> so uh, this That's part of the segment was on Christian values, y'all. And my girl Wilder has blown our minds. She has empowered us. Uh, on the Trinity Empowerment. Y'all heard it. She has empowered us on the Trinity Empowerment. 
podcast for the opening night. And I'm so excited because this is mind-blowing. We have people that are just, oh, I just, if I want to say what I want to say, I can't because I'm trying to keep it Christian and I'm trying to keep it real. But there's some dumb people that needs to wake up. They have been sleeping way too long in the Christian world. And now it's time for us as Christians and men and women, not, not the apostle, not the bishop, not the minister or the elder, but you as yourself have to wake up your spirit again and understand that you have to cover a new nation. Because we're not in the time of Elijah. We're not in the time of David. But we're in a time of 2020 where God is allowing us to visualize things more different with a clear view. Oh, yeah, didn't hear me on tonight. With a clear view, Will the said, we're not going to go to church, back to church the same. We're not going to go back into our communities the same because we have been taught how to really serve in this season people that don't look like us. They can have blue hair, green hair, red nails, green nails, purple toes. And they still are welcome into the body of Christ. And this is what God has woken our vision up to see that we have to change a standard. And that standard is the kingdom of God. It's not because you're an apostolic or you Pentecost, but it's a standard of Jesus Christ, which is the kingdom. But this is Trinity Empowerment Radio. And I am talking to you live right in the studio, hot off the press. We have to, as Wilder say, we have to transform our minds. We have to transfer our minds, start serving the community again. And look, we're in a time where the schools are shut down. This is a perfect time to serve your community because there are parents that are not, that are wary of how their child is going to learn and how they're going to go to work. This is an unprecedented time for such a time as this. So we have to get out as Christians and say, hey, while you at work, just send them over here and we're going to do our best because that's all we can do is our best. If we allow ourselves to help someone one by one, God will start to reward in the open. You don't have to go and tell people what you've done for that person, but be in arms giving and being secret given because this is a season where we have to get back to the Christian values and not be the same. Um, as she said, Acts 2 and uh, what is it? 2 and uh, 2 and 2 or something. It says they will go 2 by 2 out into the community. So that's what we have to do. We have to go 2 by 2. That means 4. Come on, 2 and 2 means 4. So get you a group of 4 people and start to pray more, start to read more, and then you grow that four, and then you grow that eight. Come on, somebody. Then you grow that four to a 12, and then you have your 12 disciples, as Jesus did, to go out and serve the communities and serve the church again and get back into a position where you don't have to use a title, but to use your name as a person. And that's all I have, and that's all we'll have for Wilder's Wisdom. I am extremely excited about tonight. I thank God for you, Wilda. This has been an awesome, awesome segment. Listen, y'all, 
I am so excited. Y'all going to hear this on tonight. And y'all going to be like, man, where have all this been? Let me tell y'all, God has woken up something inside of me that I need to stir the pot up in this season. Because we have a dying world that is falling with a lack of knowledge. And we shall not be a lack of knowledge, but we shall be informed in this season. Um, as I say again, I, I didn't come on here to preach on tonight. I didn't come on here to hoop and holler. I can speak in tongues, but this is a podcast, and I'm going to keep it real and funky on the Trinity Empowerment broadcast, uh, Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B. If you got any requests on hot topics, please email to Trinity Empowerment LLC at gmail.com. Again, that is Trinity Empowerment LLC at, at gmail.com. And then y'all stay tuned because the website ready to come up. Um, there's some hot things that's ready to come off the press. The next segment is going to talk about the 2020 elections. I am so excited because I need some information. You need some information. We all need some information about this election. It has been haywire on both sides of the, of the spectrum, on the Democrat and the Republican side, and on the independent side. And those ones that say that Kanye West could be right in, y'all just got to hold on and see. And let's keep him in prayer because I heard he was in like a rehab situation. But we're going to all pray for him. We're going to pray for our, our presidential electors um, that we have voted for to run for president. So I'm not on either side of the spectrum on the radio podcast. So let me tell you, whatever parties win is God's choice, not ours. So we have to understand the Christian values first before we understand how to vote for people. Because if we keep voting the same way, it's going to be the same results. As again, I said, I'm going to keep it real and funky. I don't care who you is. But if you understand the Christian values, you can know how to vote on, in November. I'm not telling you to vote for it. I'm not telling you to vote. I'm not telling you to vote for Biden. But I'm telling you. Use your Christian values to understand who to vote for. Because if we keep voting the same thing, then we're going to get the same results. And that's what God never intended us to do. So, again, pitch your request in at Trinity Empowerment, LLC, at gmail.com. This is your boy, your host, Dr. B, and my dear friend, Will the Card Jones, Will the Wisdom, signing off. Y'all have a great night and enjoy because this segment is going to get hotter and hotter. Again, if I haven't came down your row, came in your car, stepped on your toes, press in the weeds, keep on holding. Because this segment of Trinity Empowerment Podcast is ready to get real. Holla! Before we close the broadcast on tonight, I want to invite 
each and every one of you to come worship with us at New Life Harvest Church. We're worshiping inside Morning Star Baptist Church on Melodian Turnpike, Richmond, Virginia, 23224. And also, we are now enrolling at our daycare and next generation learning center um, in this virtual learning experience for the school year. We are now enrolling children, so you can call us at 804-230-5950. Again, that number is 804-230-5950. Thank you for tuning in to Trinity Empowerment Podcast. This is your host, your boy, Dr. B. Holler back on the next segment.